cut, 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 come sorted. The man, the king, the god of this shit, Nick fucking Gage. Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, it's me, it's that P-U-L-S-D. It's your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle. And you're listening to the Based World, Based World? Based World Podcast. Get all fucking day! Drill. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, do it. Go for it. Welcome to the Base World Podcast. Oh, for fuck's like, <laughs> come on, off. man. You could have done anything. The fucking hey. Oh, whatever. That's a good bit. Well done. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Welcome to the Base World Podcast by the Consortium. My name is Donut Cass. I am here with two extra lovely guests. I'm here with David Alanis. Ten, ten, ten. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, I'm also here with Darrell. 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 We love Darrell. Unlike uh, Bojack. Yeah, you fucking Mark. Yeah, I saw your comment, bro, you bitch. <laughs> Apparently you Bojack this? does not like Darrell. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Okay, so the first time... Okay, we need, we need context. So, the Goon Squad, <laughs> right? It's a group of wrestlers that are all in DPW, right? They... It consists of, like, uh, Bojack and uh, Scarlet Mac and a few others. We said Darrell in the server for a bit, and uh, Bojack, first time we saw him speak, even though he has no idea what he's talking about, he's like, hey guys, so uh, what the fuck is Darrell? It's so dumb. And then I was like, dude, that's a whole ass man. <laughs> I mean, it's a whole... good question. It is a good question. But good I think the real is... question is, why is Darrell? How... They always ask what is Darrell and not how is Darrell. You said it best. Yeah, man. Darrell, how are you, man? Yeah. <laughs> True. Okay. <laughs> We're doing uh, the third recent review. <laughs> Give me my And pilot. I've been waiting. And this is actually. So this is a this is a show that I recommended because there's like one thing that I remember like heavily from, but there's so much more to this show that I did not know happened, and I'm starting to fucking regret it. That is, it was definitely a show. So out of all the TNA Impact episodes, this is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it definitely happened. And as David just oh. said, there it is. Impact October fourteenth, two thousand and ten. Post. Bound for glory. Yeah, and the episode title, um, because you know, like how they had those episode title things, like after like the recap at the oh, start. Yeah. yeah, this one is "They have arrived" in all caps and three exclamation points. More boys are coming. That's More boys. Rhino will gore someone. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> Vince Rhino. fears Fear. Jeff Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Rhino is going to gore someone. <laughs> He's plotting his next attack. Anyone is in danger. <laughs> fucking fucking Rhino, dude. So uh yeah, so the show uh <laughs> This is a fucking cursed episode. Yeah. So the show opens with a, a recap of Bound for Glory 2010, and it's basically highlights of the main event that are narrated by Abyss. And <laughs> I have what he says written down. He says, For months, I have prophesied about their arrival, and the date is among us. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> the, po- the imposters are among us. Saucy moment there. 
by a bitch. Sussy baka. Bro, that... <laughs> <laughs> Ten. Ten. A sussy baka will gore somebody. <laughs> Every time I hear Among Us, it just reminds me of Darrell's bit where... Okay, Darrell will go into your DMs and be like, Hey guys, can I, can I vent? And then... <laughs> you'll be like, yeah, sure, man, what's up? And he'll post a picture of the Among Us character in the vent. And he's like, yeah, thanks, man. He <laughs> said, so and I did. Darrell, you ruined the one date that I went on months ago <laughs> just because you asked if you could vent to me and you sent me fucking Among Us. Well, you're welcome. Fucking hell. Well, thank you. Thank you, Darrell. This little uh, recap package just shows the uh, world title main event. It was uh, Jeff Hardy, Kurt Angle, and Mr. Anderson oh, for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Mr. So near the end of the main event, and Eric Bischoff comes out to the ring holding a chair, and he's about to hit Kurt Angle, and then fucking Hulk Hogan on crutches comes out. Do you guys know why he's on crutches? I don't care. They said he had back surgery, like, the month prior. Oh, okay. I don't know if that was shoot or That was probably after he had that match with Ric Flair or Sting or whatever. I don't know. Back surgery? That's what yeah. they said on commentary. Tanae said that he had back surgery. Trying to suck his own dick? <laughs> I gotta get a sloppy toppy on myself, brother. <laughs> I can't reach my cock, dude. <laughs> I can't jack myself off. Jack! I removed my rib cages so I can suck myself <laughs> off. Dude. I'm not really good at giving a head, brother. <laughs> I can't do the sloppy toppy, brother. <laughs> I'm such a bad sloppy giver on my own dick. Oh. So a mortal blowjob, brother. <laughs> So after trying and failing to suck himself off, Hulk Hogan just <laughs> crutches himself down to the ring, and he's trying to stop Eric Bischoff. But oh. for some reason, Eric takes one of his crutches, yeah. <laughs> and, and Jeff Hardy gets in the middle of them, and now Jeff has a crutch while Eric has a crutch. <laughs> Fucking Hogan is just standing there, ribless, headless, and <laughs> You're damn right, headless. I can't give no head, brother. <laughs> God damn well, in it. the words of Taz, it's better to give than receive, brother. It's <laughs> <laughs> the El Camino, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so like Jeff Hardy's approaching Eric, and suddenly we get a big swerve, bro, and he hits <laughs> Kurt Angle with the crutch. Yeah, dude. Massive heel turn. Love it. And then he hits Mr. Anderson with it, too. Son of a bitch. And then he goes <laughs> for the pin. One, two, three. And Jeff Hardy is your new TNA World's Heavyweight Champion. What theme did he use at this time? I think this is when he debuted another meme. Oh, God. Go, it's shit. Like, we can get to this now. Like, which is the better theme? Another me or modest? (laughs) We're swerving. Okay, we're completely (laughs) just going to copy the boys here. So, um, welcome to the theme song segment. Uh, Jeff fucking Hardy. (laughs) Here we go. David, top three. Okay, so number three is modest. Number two is no more words, and number one is another me. That's that, that is identical to mine. Listen, man, fucking twelve-year-old me would get so fucking emo listening to another me, especially like <laughs> later on the song where you hear the part where he goes, "Death, I want to die." <laughs> Do you guys fucking remember that? <laughs> I want to die. <laughs> The whole song, he's just fucking speaking like Yoda, like, "Hmm, another me is what there'll never be. Front flip over this cage, I will. 
<laughs> and then later on, he just says, Death, I want to die. Don't kill me. Ah, <laughs> oh, death. Oh. <laughs> Another me, Jeff Hardy. I'm so happy. Fucking kill me. Die. I want to kill myself. <laughs> God damn it, Jeff. Every time. What the fuck? I want to go to one of his acoustic shows and just hear him play it. <laughs> he just gets all close to the mic and goes, Death, I want to die. I love Hardy Boys. I love doing flips and shit. <laughs> Darrell, what, what is your uh, top three oh, Jeff Hardy things? Sorry, Darrell. Go all right. I'm going to start with number one. Uh-huh. It's probably going to be like, yeah. Uh-huh. You know I got you. <laughs> Wait, no, what, what? No. Number one? Dick. What the fuck? Yeah, it's number one. Is that his WCW theme? No, dude, that's his no. uh, CZW theme. Oh, yeah. shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you yes. know I gotcha. Yeah. And weirdly enough, that's number two and number three. What the fuck? It's just one. Darrell! What the fuck? That's not one of his themes. Okay, so I'm, ch I'm, changing my, I'm changing my top three. No! Number three is, uh... Number two is, yeah. <laughs> and number one is, you know I got you. <laughs> My number three is, uh, it's been a long hard road and I'm just getting started. Getting started. Number two is, well, number one is, well, where's the Dude, Jeff Hardy, when he came out to that fucking, you better see coming. That got me hyped up, bro. Oh my god. Oh my god. But yeah, so <laughs> so Jeff Hardy wins the title, and out come Abyss and J E double F J A double R E double T. J A double F uh Fuck this bit. Next <laughs> so yeah, they they all come out to celebrate with him, and then out comes Rob Van Dam, who I believe he was a previous champion, but I think he got injured or something fucking happened. So Abyss attacked him backstage with Janice, and I think it was the segment between EV 2.0 and the whole TNA roster, and they're fighting, and then you cut to RVD backstage in a bloody mess, and you see Abyss walk off. Oh shit! I and remember that's how he vacated the title. Oh, dude, that's right. Like, I remember there was, like, that bit where he was, like, all bloody and was, like, loaded into the ambulance. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was so fucked. <laughs> and I believe that's how we got to this point. Gotcha. TNA's fucking shit and it sucks. I hate TNA. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so RVD, I think his face is all bruised and whatever. He comes out and says, whoa, dude, why are you doing this? What are you and doing, then Dude, Spider-Man! <laughs> Spider-Man, whoa! On and then fucking Jeff hits him over the head with the world title, and Immortal has been formed. Wow. beat the shit out of Rob with that title, too. Yeah, Don't like, just did not fucking hold back. We cut to the parking lot, and Eric is talking to someone named, is it Guy Blake or something like that? Mm. Blake? Yeah. Blake? Apparently this is uh, Dixie Carter's attorney. He's accusing Eric of switching up the contracts that uh, I guess she was supposed to sign. And uh, Eric gets all defensive about it. And he's all like, oh, I'll see you in court in five or six years. But for now, this is my show and you're invading my property. So leave, bitch. <laughs> That's awesome, bro. I was a little confused at first of like, what contracts are they talking about? And then literally in this next segment, they pretty much talk about it. And we well, hear on commentary. In this segment, huh? 
Eric said that, and I quote, she signed the contract in front of millions of people on national television. And I'm, in my notes, I put, millions of people were watching this TNA? <laughs> oh my I'd God. say, if you want to be generous, like maybe 800,000, but I don't think millions were actually watching. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Because I would not watch this again. No! We are <laughs> Dude, never watching this again. Are you kidding me? If I could go back to 2010 to tell 12-year-old me to not watch TNA, I would. <laughs> I fucking would. We cut back to the arena and Hulk Hogan and Eric are coming out. Uh, Hogan still has the crutches. You can see like a little bit of white stuff in his mustache because he tried to blow himself but mm -hmm. failed. I think he has pink eye because he came in his own eye too. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, drinking, bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I look like Hulk Hogan right now. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Why am I dripping, brother? Why does it come on my face, dude? <laughs> Would I notice like while they're making their entrance? Ah, oh, this fucking crowd. They are still cheering Hulk Hogan after all. <laughs> yeah. That. So I'm not too surprised because it's Florida and they'll basically defend anything he does. That's absolutely right. And I want to note something. Hogan came out with the most Cody Rhodes pyro, but with a TNA budget. And I think you guys know what that means. Like, oh, no. It felt so much, but in true TNA form, it felt like not much at all. Basically, like they used up all their budget to give him all this pyro and they had to fire Sting and Kevin Nash. So Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. And like, I didn't know he had the back surgery or whatever. I don't even still know if it's shoot or work, but Hogan is the worst crutches walker I've ever seen in my life. And I think he only like <laughs> sold the energy or the injury getting into the ring. <laughs> other times, I did not see him sell an injury. Nope. Just as he gets older, he loses the ability to sell. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> it couldn't get worse. It couldn't. Oh, Things can get worse. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they're in the ring, and you can already hear like a good chunk of fans chanting, booing them, and saying, you sold out, you sold out. And uh, on commentary, we actually get a bit more context of the whole contract situation. So apparently, um, Dixie Carter signed contracts that she didn't know, signed over her position of owning TNA or being the president of TNA. She passed over that power to uh, Hogan and Eric unknowingly, and they're just like talking shit about that and just being like, enough of the gaga. It's time to take what's ours, brother. What the fuck? Legit, word for word, that's what Hogan said. What the fuck, man? Oh, and, like, God. Sometime during this promo, Hogan pulls out the most 2010 looking phone I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I thought it was a calculator. I was like, why is Hogan doing that? <laughs> you don't like my Blackberry, Jack. Me and my seven megabytes of data, brother. <laughs> I got 60 minutes on this phone, dude. 60 minutes. That's a fucking dent on this. Dude. I can send up to 100 texts this month. That's crazy. <laughs> so, like, what I thought was funny is, like, the crowd is chanting, please retire. And, oh, I also wrote, Hogan and Bischoff won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, my God. They won't stop talking. This whole segment took 30 minutes out of the show, almost. Dude, literally, it was like a third of the show is dedicated to them talking shit. It just gets worse from here. Because let's see, Abyss comes out with a two by four with nails sticking out. He's just like saying some shit. Uh, Hogan's all like, my son, my Dude. son. 
<laughs> it's your destiny, dude. You literally said it is your destiny. They said that Abyss got Hulk Hogan's Hall of Fame ring because Hogan gave it to him. Oh yeah, that was a uh, that was a gimmick they were running for a bit, and apparently the Hall of Fame ring made him like more powerful or like unbeatable or some shit. Which I, I guess I, I don't remember that. I don't remember much of it besides like that detail, but I'm just thinking. What the fuck is going on? It's, it's yes. Fucked. This whole show is the definition of fucked. Hogan oh. mentoring Abyss is... I don't even... That makes no sense. Like, that's a whole other can of worms to open up, and I'm not in the fucking worms business, so... Yeah, Abyss is saying some shit like, They wouldn't believe me, so believe this! <laughs> <laughs> and then Hogan's all like, You will live forever, my son, because you are immortal. And then, uh... <laughs> I made a note of this because Eric Bischoff is introducing Jeff Jarrett and he's about to come out and talk some shit too. But what Eric fucking says is this guy knows where all the bodies are buried. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, man? And I don't know if you guys caught this, but Jarrett is about to come into the ring and Abyss is like one of the first people waiting on him to come into the ring. And this man's like reaching out, wanting a hug. But then Jarrett goes over to hug Hogan first. And then Abyss just like, he still has his arms out, but he just does a fist pump. And he's like, yeah. And then <laughs> Jarrett goes to hug Eric. And then Abyss is still waiting for that hug. And then Jarrett goes immediately into the promo. <laughs> he does not hug Abyss at all. Nope. Fucking Abyss got big league by Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Jeez. Well, what's new? I don't know if you guys knew this, but Jeff Jarrett actually founded TNA. He made a pretty big point in this promo and also every promo he's ever fucking cut in this company he's like i found a tna and i'm looking out for the best of this the uh, fucking uh future or whatever i don't know i can't fucking i can't do it boys i can't do it boys i can't oh, do no. it boys i can't do oh, it Cass come back. I'm getting my passport. I'm fucking, hold on, I'm fucking Thank you for listening to the right. baseball podcast. <laughs> no, I can't do it. It's fucking TNA has given me a fucking migraine. Like, I watched this show and my brain was going fucking <laughs> the entire time. I, I cannot. I can't. I'm, I'm going. I'm fucking okay. leaving. Another thing that, uh, uh, Jared, he says, there's a new set of rules that everybody has to follow, and they're being dictated by the new regime. I can't say New World Order here, or else I'll get sued. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have like 20 different names they were trying to go for, but I think they finally settled on Immortal later in the night. I think Immortal is fine, but basically this is just the NWO, but like the dollar store brand version. Yup. The Great Value New World Order. And you can tell just how much, how bad it got as soon as Fortune came out. Because, uh, out comes Fortune. Yeah, Fortune 4, which has seven fucking members. I don't remember Doug Williams or Matt Morgan being in this faction. Neither do I. I remember Ric Flair kind of being there, but like mainly as a manager. But even then, that ended up being the Fortune 5. Well, they had Desmond Wolf at one time, so it was like, Six of them at one point. Yeah, I don't think TNA knows how to count because <laughs> this Obviously. is yeah, this is fortune, you know, like the number four. But there are seven people out here. I thought it was five chin. 
Five shin? Seven shin? <laughs> seven shin? Uh, so yeah, they all come out into the ring. The ring is full of people at this point, and fucking uh, Ric Flair grabs a mic, and he just starts laying into Hulk Hogan. He says, For 25 years, I hated your guts, and you hated me, and that hasn't changed. Somebody here better be ready to die. I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, that line was sick. He said, somebody here is prepared to die. How about you guys? Dude, like, fuck Ric Flair, but that was actually a pretty good line. Just like, be ready to die tonight. (laughs) And then he went. But, uh, yeah, he ruined it. It was just all a ruse because uh, they end up joining Immortal. What the fuck? This faction needed more members. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. It's basically the NWO, but worse by the end of this faction every single member of the tna roster was in this group that sounds about right to me (laughs) because this is a huge fucking group yeah because like i think like rick flair was acting like he was gonna fight hogan in the ring and then he just goes in for a hug and he's just like ah just kidding (laughs) did you catch this next part like this next exchange between uh flair and hogan (laughs) what they say back and forth is so fucking dumb flair is all like i'm gonna love you more than anything in my life brother and hogan's like more than your five ex-wives oh yeah and flair is like all five of them they can all kiss my ass jesus christ (laughs) eric ends up introducing jeff hardy he comes out with the world title and he comes out to another me yeah, so the crowd is chanting, you sold out. And this is like the one thing that really stood out to me because the only thing I remember from this whole show is Jeff Hardy responding to people saying, you sold out. He's like, I didn't sell out, I sold in. <laughs> he um, cuts a you people promo. He's saying oh. like, I, I know, like. I sacrificed my body over these years just to entertain all of you, and you're all ungrateful. But now I'm thinking about myself or something along the lines of that. Yeah, he said, like, popularity doesn't mean a damn thing to me, but he was probably the most popular wrestler at the time, like 2010. Dude, like, he was, like, a year off from, like, his big 2009 run in WWE. Like, he was, like, mm-hmm. the hottest thing going in TNA. And they really fucked up by turning him heel. Why? What? What were they thinking? <laughs> I don't know, but I kind of dig the heel Jeff Hardy. It's a shame he never got to do another heel run ever again. But he, I think he's just great in any role they put him in. Don't get me wrong. Like I love the like the whole antichrist to professional wrestling thing he had going on. But like initially, like it was just kind of, uh, but also it didn't end very well. So. At some point, he started shooting on Rob Van Dam, calling yeah. him an ass-kissing politician. It made no sense. I, I don't think RVD has ever been that way, like, backstage. Like <laughs> It didn't make any sense. It, it, it was chaos. Uh, and then I think he finishes off his promo by saying, We are immortal, and we live forever. And then, yeah. while they're out in the ring, he cut backstage, and we see Sting and Kevin Nash, and... First of all, shout out to Lost the Camera because he was able to identify the exact model of the TV that they're watching this That's on. Fucking incredible, bro! What the hell? Shout out to Matt. You're they're watching Matt. TV normally. Yeah, like they're not watching from like that awkward angle where like you're standing to the side and you have to like turn your head like 180 degrees just to watch it. They're watching like regular <laughs> ass people. Matt is no, uh, so 
Matt is one of the three people that has not been on the podcast. There's him, JP, and Simon. I'm going to do an episode with just them. <laughs> Call Good. It, just just let them figure it out. Yeah, just let them do it. I'm not going to speak. I'm just going to record it. Sting and Kevin Nash are watching TV on an LG 4757693 model <laughs> X.5 TV. <laughs> and, uh, Eric. <laughs> And Eric is like telling him, like, hey, guys, come out here. Come celebrate with us. Then we go to commercial. When we come back from commercial, uh, Dixie Carter is getting escorted through a hallway. And she's telling the guys with her, like, not to leave her side. Gunner and Murphy. Gunner and Murphy. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah, so uh, Sting and Nash are in the ring now. And Eric's trying to get them to uh, join Immortal. And I really like what Nash had to say here because... A lot of it was actually very good. He said yeah, like really he, Nash said like he only cared about the money in his career, hmm. but as he got older, he got wiser. And he says something like from the Bible, like along the lines of gray hair is a sign of wisdom, and with wisdom comes <laughs> compassion. And he says he's gonna pass on the money. And then he I think another quote that I've written down is if you want to run this company into the ground, you can do it without me. I want to I want to add to the quote he said the Bible says gray hair shows signs of wisdom and after Nash said that it cuts the He's <laughs> having the most confused look on his face. Was the best comedic timing ever. That's awesome. And then fucking uh, Sting grabs the mic and he says, "I fucking love TNA. I love I TNA. for this shit." Because TNA rules, and, then, and I love it. I love TNA. I caught that. Sting said, "I love TNA," and then. To the next like camera cut, you can see AJ Styles going, "I love TNA." <laughs> That's me. <laughs> it's like I love TNA too. Like, I bitch, me too. Oh, the yeah. fuck, T- the TNA community. <laughs> the TNA community. <laughs> now, I'm not trying to say I believe all that flat Earth stuff. I'm just thinking some of it kind of makes sense. Just gotta think about it. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. So Sting also says he doesn't want to repeat history with WCW. And his answer is no. And then they both leave the ring, and Eric is yelling, It's always about the money! It's always about the power! We're gonna keep doing this while you sit at home getting fat and watching us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Thank sure. you. People watch this show. Yeah, all <laughs> 800,000. You know, <laughs> get a clue. Flush your teeth. Ironically <laughs> enough, I'm pretty sure this is Nash and Sting's last time in TNA, as Nash would go to back to WWE for the Royal Rumble in 2011. Oh, yeah. This thing was supposed to do WrestleMania 27 with Undertaker, but I guess he went back to CNA for a better deal. That's awesome. Yeah, I think, like, Sting came back at, uh, I think it was, like, a random impact or, like, a pay-per-view before, uh, was it Victory Road? Yep. Yeah, Victory Road. Yeah, because I remember he beat Jeff for the title initially, <laughs> and then they had the rematch of Victory Road. Oh. Well, uh, that's a... <laughs> No. <laughs> next segment. You know, fuck it. Next segment. What, no, fuck it. Yeah. Next segment. Okay. Victory Road. <laughs> Jeff Hardy oh, versus Snake, baby. One of the best moments no. in wrestling history. No. Yeah, big baby. chilling. Big chilling. No oh way. my god, we're big chilling this fucking match. <laughs> Just the match. Just the match. Just- yeah. Okay. So, long story short, Sting and Jeff Hardy are supposed to have a world title match, and it's supposed to be one of the most incredible rematches of all time, right? Jeff Hardy is fucking waved when he comes out. He is on a different planet. Dude, this guy is cross-faded. He is in a fucking <laughs> different galaxy at this He's point. He's fucking cross-eyed. He's like, hello, camera. <laughs> He's like, 
<laughs> I can't believe it, bro. He's like, he's like ready to fight, and then, oh god, and then uh, Eric Bischoff comes out, and he has to spitball a reason, like he has to like fucking do a promo off of his head, and like you can just tell because there's moments where he puts the mic down, and it's supposed to be looking like he's arguing with Sting, but he's actually saying like, dude, just roll him up. He's fucked. <laughs> it's so, like, just, like so this guy's fucked. fucked up. Just fucking roll just him up. And then, and then Sting pushes him because he told him to. Obviously, he's doing it behind everyone's back because obviously you want to stay, stay in kayfabe. The match starts literally like two forearms and a roll up after the Scorpion Death Drop. <laughs> it is so stupid. Like, and you can see like Jeff is trying to kick out too, but yeah. Sting is like forcing him to like stay down. It's like, no, you're gonna fucking take this pin, you high piece of shit. <laughs> and then Jeff is like really confused in the corner. He's like out of his fucking head. Like Sting holds the tile up. He's pissed. Like he is fucking annoyed. He walks up the ramp and says one of the greatest lines in wrestling history. Because a fan goes, "That fucking sucked." Then he goes, "I agree." I agree. <laughs> I agree! I agree! I agree! What the fuck? I agree! Ladies and gentlemen, at this I point, agree. let's go. Jeff had to leave and, like, go to rehab for a while, which... Yeah. I'm glad he did. Like, I'm glad he, you know, took the time to get better. <laughs> and he owned up to his mistakes, too, saying, like, you know, I was really messed up. Mm. I want another chance. And... They did? Yeah. yeah I think did. he did better. Oh, yeah, yeah. He stayed there for another, like, four years or so. So yeah, back to the show. Like anyway. we go backstage, uh, Sting and Nasher, um, like they're about to walk out, I think, and they get approached by the Pope, D'Angelo De Niro. Oh my God, dude! I totally forgot I, about this guy. The Pope approaches them backstage, and he's just like, "Come on, guys, we just got the ball rolling." Good guys versus bad guys, black guys versus white guys, and you're just gonna walk out? What the fuck? Legit, that's what he said. What the fuck? <laughs> Who's the bad guy? Uh, the white guys. Of course. The white guys are the bad guys. Fuck white people. And it's very evident in the match he has later. It's very racially motivated. White but people suck. Again. I hate TNA. Full of white people. <laughs> the TNA community. The TNA <laughs> community. <laughs> Bunch of white fuckers. Hate them. I'm not, I'm not saying I agree with them. I'm just saying it kind of makes sense. <laughs> kind of makes sense. I just do white people just ain't it. This ain't I it. hate lucha ropes. <laughs> those white, those white ropes. They gotta be black. They gotta be darker. They gotta be darker. This is another good line from the Pope. He says, uh, "Didn't you tell Pope not to walk away from an ATM machine while it's still kicking out cash?" I'm like, I'm still getting paid and making money. I'll fight for the cause, even if I gotta do it by myself. Damn. You damn right. You damn. You damn. Right. Hell yeah, man! Like secure the bag, like Cody. Like Cody, bro. God. Yeah. Did we talk about? Oh my god! I'm so glad that you're here because the, I think this is the first podcast we've both been on since our last news roundup, mm. and that was just before WrestleMania. So I'm not going to talk about it like too much because obviously this is the TNA pod. But fuck, dude, Cody Rhodes is actually there, and I was right. I was, he was right. right. He predicted everything. <laughs> he predicted it would be Vince's choice. Like he predicted he'd come back at WrestleMania. Oh my god! I was oh fucking hell. Yeah, I mean, he didn't beat Charlotte Flair or Roman Reigns for the title, <laughs> but uh, you know, you gotta take your gotta cut your losses where you can, yeah, you know. <laughs> both those people won at WrestleMania, so maybe it's foreshadowing. Maybe he's gonna take both titles. He's gonna unify all of the titles. He's unify the men's and women's title to make the <laughs> Cody Rhodes Adrenaline Championship. Not only is he going to solve racism, but he's going to solve sexism in the WWE. <laughs> yeah. Oh hell. hell. Yeah. yeah. So uh <laughs> So uh 
Dixie Carter walks up to uh, Sting and Nash and says, You can't leave me. The ratings are going down. <laughs> You're speaking a cryptic language, Sting. You're speaking in tongues. Talking in tongues or something. Yeah, you know, with him being a religious man and shit. That's crazy. <laughs> and then, uh, so after Nash and Sting leave, Hogan and Eric, Eric. walk up and, and they start, like, taunting her and, like, just talking shit. <laughs> and... Fuck, Fucking Dixie is all like, what are you doing? What am I doing? What are you doing? What am I doing? What are you doing? What am I doing? <laughs> and then she, she literally slaps the shit out of Eric Bischoff because he's going to talk. Only Lorcan slaps him, fucking grabs him by the chin and fucking nails him. What the fuck, man? And there, they continue to argue for a bit and... Like, this transition is so fucking funny to me. Because, like, Hogan's all like, if you want to have this conversation, meet me in my office. They go to commercial, and they come back, and Dixie says, okay, we're in your office now. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Darrell, what do you have to say about this segment? I've got a lot to say about this. Uh, here we go. So it cuts to Eric and Hogan in the office. And Eric doesn't say a word. Well, he does, but very minuscule. Eric's taking pictures of Dixie on the 2010 calculator phone, and then Dixie tries to slap it out of his. Will you stop that? (laughs) While he's smoking a cigar. (laughs) And then Hogan's like, Dixie, I don't know what you want me to do. You sign the papers. The company's ours now. And then Eric, this is the only line he says throughout this segment. He says, dear, headlights. And he's just pointing to him and Dixie. (laughs) That's all he said. I'm so happy that you had that written down. Headlight. <laughs> to and, then, and then Hogan comes in. He's like, Gunner Murphy, get her out of office. And get Gunner Murphy come in. They're like, all right, come on. And then they escort Dixie out. And then I guess this is her husband. I thought it was Serge. But apparently his name is Sarge. And then he tries to come attack Gunner Murphy. But Murphy clocks Sarge saying, quit being the hero. And then they escort Dixie out. Wow. And that's the end uh, of the segment. Oh, yeah, uh, I made a note earlier, and I said, we are 32 minutes into this wrestling show, and we haven't seen any wrestling. <laughs> I want like to WCW die. like Nitro, bro. This is the, Dude, it's just like... <laughs> this is the beta version. <laughs> no wrestling. <laughs> just... Where's my wrestling? That, that three-hour Nitro where there was no wrestling for an hour, this is like an hour-and-a-half show like with no commercials, Dude. and there's no wrestling within like the first third. It's like going to see a Batman movie, and the first 45 minutes is like a catwalk. And you're like, oh. what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I paid for Batman. This is not Batman. This is women walking down an aisle. Where's my Batman? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that... uh stood out to me. I think Dixie is saying like, you'll have this company over my dead body. Yes, Eric, over my dead body, you little smug shit. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn. damn. Like, I'm actually taking Dixie's side here. Like, I didn't think that would ever happen, but here we are. Yeah, good old Dix. So we we cut to commercial and we come back and we have this, uh, this woman drives up in, I think like a sports car or something. And uh, I didn't know who it was at first. I thought it was like, yeah. I thought it was like Brooke Hogan, probably. I'm like, oh no, they're gonna bring her into the show this early. But uh, after a bit, after watching the show a bit more, I realized it's fucking Jay Wow from the Jersey Shore. What the fuck, man? Who? <laughs> I can't believe it. 
dude. Yeah, like, <laughs> Madison Rain. I thought it was one of the beautiful people. And then oh, she walked shit. out the car and I'm like, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> Wow, I, that's great. What is and that? You cut the mic you cut Mike Tanay and Taz and Mike Tanay's like, That's Jay Wow from Jersey Sword. She's here. And then Taz like, should be explosive, brother. <laughs> The Jersey Shore is a, such a fucking early 2010s thing. Oh my god! I don't recognize anybody from that show. Oh, actually, there was one thing uh, at like our local theater. Apparently, Polly Shore. I guess he was having like some sort of like guest appearance or like a show. And part of my part of me was thinking like, what the fuck is he doing here? <laughs> <laughs> like, is there like? A group of people here in my town that are like just begging and pleading for Polly Shore to show God up. Damn it, I love Polly Shore. Dude, I had a better time going to see fucking Simple Plan and <laughs> and begging them to play What's New Scooby Doo <laughs> than hearing about Polly Shore coming here. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. Simple Plan. Yeah, dude, I saw Simple Plan. Okay, another skirt moment. Okay, Bowling for Soup did the intro to Phineas and Ferb. Right. Is What's New Scooby-Doo or Phineas and Ferb a better intro? Okay, that's that's a tough decision because, <laughs> listen, I love Phineas and Ferb, don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> And I almost got to see Bowling for Soup at uh, at Warped Tour a few years ago. Oh my god, they came to Beck Hill, which is like a 30-minute drive away. I missed it, I was so sad. Shit. However... When What's New Scooby-Doo was finally added to Spotify, you know damn well that I was playing that on repeat. Oh my god, don't look back. You may find another <laughs> clue. clue. Such a banger. <laughs> what about you, Darrell? Which is better? Uh, the Big Bang Theory. What the fuck? <laughs> what the hell? Who uh, does the intro for the Big Bang Theory? Oh, that's um, Bare Naked Ladies. You know, it's been one week since you looked at me. It's Ben. It's Ben. Uh, welcome to the TNA episode. <laughs> it's Ben. What is going on? What? Right. What? Do your What? Do your friend Ben shows up? It's Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave again. Wait, no. I'm gonna leave again. Uh, so after Jay Wow shows up, we cut back to the arena and. Madison Rain is dragging a referee out to the ring. Uh, so at Bound for Glory, I guess there was like a fatal four-way for the Knockouts Championship. And she brought back Tara, which is uh, Victoria from WWE. Oh, shit. But Tara ended up winning the women's title. And Madison was fucking pissed. What the fuck? Taz was quoted saying, Madison was red hot, but mad also. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Taz. That's awesome. <laughs> uh so while madison is cutting her promo there's a there's a sign in the crowd that's very prominent it says uh i make it rain all over madison oh god i think oh you do god. bitch i hope the fuck you do <laughs> bitch i hope the fuck you do <laughs> oh god and like i could barely like listen to her promo because like the crowd is just like booing non-stop <laughs> she's practically like screaming her words out at this point dude TNA, the crowd, was either, like, dead, popping for, like, one sentence, or booing. Like, yeah. do these guys enjoy TNA? Like, has anyone gone to a TNA show and come out going, Yeah! Yeah! I I'm going TNA. to another one! I fucking love TNA! Like, 
No. If you ask someone from 2005, then yeah, but asking them five years later, <laughs> no. Dude, the, the best reaction you can get was like, you, you walk out of a TNA show and you're like, hmm, that was wrestling. Like, that's it. That's all you'll get out of it. It's, there's nothing to remember except the bad stuff. All she says pretty much throughout this promo was, I had a plan. <laughs> okay. And then Tara comes out. And I guess I missed the storyline, but she was the motorcycle riding bodyguard. Oh my god! A motorcycle riding bodyguard? You've done it now. <laughs> You've gone and made a big mistake. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't remember that storyline at all. <laughs> I don't need. Where'd that come from? It's like a fucking uh, universe jump. Like uh, that. That would never been in my memory. I've never crossed that path ever. I well, agree. Apparently, Madison Rain brought Tara back to TNA oh, in some okay. form or fashion, and she feels that she should be the rightful Knockouts champion. Hmm. So she wants a match with Tara, but for Tara to lay down and have Madison win <laughs> the Knockout title back. That's awesome. And I'm like, all right, Tara, you're going to be a fighting champion. You are going to kick out a two, and you're going to be Madison. So the match starts. Tara versus Madison Rain for the Knockouts title. <laughs> Tara lies down. Madison pins one, two. oh no that's awesome dude the whole time that madison is like pinning tara she's doing that kicking her legs thing like she's like very eager it's like oh this is like a big moment it's finally gonna happen she's gonna win the title while tara just like fucking lied down reluctantly (laughs) by the way and just took the pin just sitting there and then she just ends up like she grabs the title. She's like running around the ring, just like celebrating. She and she's grabs like, the mic and says, Play my music right now. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I did it. Mom, look, I did it. <laughs> then uh, Mickey James comes out. And she's like, Hardcore oh, country. Like, oh, God. She's like, What the fuck y'all doing? <laughs> what Literally. is this? I find this disgraceful. And I said, Yeah, girl, same. Yeah, me too. She says, uh, that's disgraceful that you call yourself a champion acting that way. And Madison tries like screeching or whatever to like cut her off. But Mickey like really like humbles her and says, you shut your mouth when I'm talking to you. Shut I'm coming mouth. for that. <laughs> like, and like the crowd's going like, ooh. And then she says, uh, I'm coming for that woman's title right now. And she like marches down to the ring. And uh, I guess Tara is apparently still on Madison's side after that, and she tries to fight off Mickey James, but she gets taken out, Madison runs off, and then uh, Mickey grabs the title, and I think she's just announcing her uh, contention for the Knockouts Championship. Oh, yeah. And that um, was our first match of this episode. If you can even call that a match. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that sucked. That sucked. Oh, another thing I had written down was... Uh, Mickey James was the special referee for the women's match uh, at the pay-per-view. Wow. Yes, she was. Yeah, which is cool. I think that's a good way to bring her in, but mm. I don't know. This whole segment was just not good. Speaking of segment. <laughs> this whole episode. The next one. So, oh, here we we're go. We're in the back with uh, the beautiful people. And they're getting ready. And Wow just strolls in. And asks them where Cookie is. And I'm like, what? Who the fuck is Cookie? What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't get it. 
I uh I actually did a little bit of research and I found out who Cookie is like Tell for me. shoot. What's Cookie? So not only is Cookie supposed to be like a knockoff like parody of Snooky from the Jersey Shore, but hmm. her like actual like shoot like wrestler name is Becky Bayless. Uh, apparently she was in Ring of Honor, Wrestlelicious, Women Superstars Uncensored, and uh, another fun fact. She was trained by homicide. What the fuck, man? This is and such she also, a fucked timeline. And uh, she also didn't stick around in TNA for very long, especially with this cookie gimmick. <laughs> so Which honestly, fucking cookie. They, so, so beautiful, but they give her a hug, and then, and then they're like, "What? what, what why? Like, why? Why are you here? Like, why? Why do you want cookie? What's what's the deal?" And she's like, "This bitch named Cookie. She's been talking trash. About to whoop that ass." I'm like, "Oh god." <laughs> I think it said something like, uh, yeah, like, Cookie's new here, and uh, we want to make this her last night here. That's amazing. Well, you're off by one week, because I'm pretty sure she ended up quitting after the yeah, following episode. That's amazing. Yeah. But also, like, you can just tell that Wow is so fucking uninterested in being here. She sounds bored the entire time. Like, what was it like? I think after they come back from the commercial break... Uh, I think the girls are all like, let's go find you a cookie. And Wow just says, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She stole Zane's gimmick. Yeah, she stole Zane's gimmick. What the hell? So now I know well, what fucking that, Zane got that gimmick, bro. Before that, they try to find Cookie in the bathrooms. <laughs> and then oh, they look in the male's bathroom and Velvet Sky goes, skank, check in the male, men's bathroom. She looks like a man. What uh, the fuck, fuck, dude? What do you mean by that? I had that written down, too, and I thought, did I already mention that I wanted to die? <laughs> what do you mean by well, that? This Don't worry about worst it. segment turned into the best segment. <laughs> as they're walking oh. down the hallway, you hear, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Cut. Dude. It's Eric Young. Oh my god, he's here. He's here. <laughs> Dude, in my notes, I wrote down, I thought this was Val Venus just coming on himself because he saw a group of women. But I was wrong. <laughs> Oh my god, oh my god. But it's oh. fucking Eric Young. Dude, this man has a seizure. He's like, oh, oh my god. Calls her Bow Wow. What the fuck? Dude, this order of events, he calls J-Wow Bow Wow. He takes his shirt off. Yeah, he's like, And then he asks ass. her to hold his jugs. Yeah, touch my boobs. <laughs> and then he starts flexing and hitting his chest and he says, am I a gorilla? Am I a gorilla? I'll be your chimp. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be your like, chimp. What is going on? Oh and my god. After that, you hear Angelina Love go, wait, it just got even better. Yes, it did. Orlando Jordan comes in. Orlando Jordan? Dude, Orlando Jordan with the long hair and he's sucking on a lollipop. Dude. And do you guys have what he said written down? Because say it in the most like British narrator voice of all time. Here we go. I'm ready. Dead silence, please. I need my own. Orlando Jordan walks up and he says, I would love to put my lollipop in your mouth. In bold text, I have typed out, Everybody in TNA wants to face fuck JWoww from the Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says, uh, you look absolutely fabulous, and I would love to put my lollipop in your mouth. I just hated that and so much. I was like cringe. My face turned into a fucking like spiral. Dude, I hated that. And he hands uh, 
he hands Wow a yellow lollipop, mm. and I think this is where things went downhill for me because you guys know that my favorite color is yellow. Well, oh, specifically okay. pastel yellow. Pastel yellow. Wow grabs the lollipop and says, oh, I love yellow. <laughs> then she throws it on the floor, and it shatters. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. What the fuck, <laughs> man? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Uh, yeah, the they hell? all just walk away. And Eric is yelling out, catch me on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> I think she likes me. <laughs> I think she likes me. That's I think awesome. she likes me. <laughs> <laughs> and then Orlando Jordan says, Jersey Shore sucks. That's awesome. It's also uh, revealed later on in this episode that apparently TNA was airing at the same time as Jersey Shore. So like, mm. they had to step down from competing with Monday Night Raw. On Mondays, mm-hmm. and they had to compete with uh, fucking MTV on Thursdays. How the mighty have fallen. Mm. So we move on to the next segment. We have Kurt Angle. He's wearing bootcut jeans, a button-up <laughs> shirt. He's holding his side, like or his chest, and he's in a lot of fucking pain. And he comes and... out with no music. Yeah, he's just yeah. silent. He's just like he just walks to the ring. How's it going? <laughs> Like, literally, like, no music. He's just walking out, holding his chest. But he said he injured his ribs, but he's, like, holding his sternum. (laughs) Yeah, what the hell? Um, Also, I clipped this next part, and I put it on Twitter. I think it's so funny. There's, like, a, like, he says, I came to the impact zone a little late tonight. (laughs) (laughs) The log pause. I came. (laughs) Oh, and he said, I came. I came. <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, basically he says he's going to make a retirement statement because I guess. Um, what the fuck? From my understanding, I think the agreement was if he couldn't win the world title at Bound for Glory, then he's done. Like he's retiring. But I think for like the weird like work around like drama and shit, I guess they, they had uh, Hogan, Bischoff and Jeff Hardy just screw him over. Yeah. Yeah, and like the crowd is chanting, please don't go, please don't go. Kurt Angle says, I'm a man of my word and I'll retire, but I want to know why Hogan and Bischoff screwed me over. Hmm. And fucking Jeff Jarrett comes out. Of course. <laughs> fucking God, man. And the first things that I thought that Jeff Jarrett was going to say was, that's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my god. This fucking sucks. They really brought in like the real life drama of Kurt Angle's divorce and Jeff Jarrett marrying his ex-wife into it's this. So fucked. Yeah, so Jarrett was like, you dumbass. You said if you didn't win the title, then you would retire. There's no exceptions. Yeah, yeah. And then true. he said, Kurt, I didn't know you were the one that makes excuses. You're a father, you're a husband, well, <laughs> ex-husband. <laughs> yeah. First off, fuck your bitch and the click here. <laughs> First of all, fuck your bitch and the click Dude, That song was playing in my head the yeah. entire time this promo was happening. He's a fucked fucker. Dude, he just he was like hyping himself up listening to Tupac before he came out here. Yeah. So like, and, uh, yeah, Jeff Jarrett, he's all like, fuck you, Kurt. You made my life a living hell when you came to TNA. He's like, I'm going to turn... He said he would turn the tide on him one day because he's so pissed off with him. <laughs> Angle comes back with the... <laughs> Angle comes back with the best shit. He's like, first of all, you could have that slut. 
and everyone like everyone's like oh, 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 oh psych that's the wrong number oh. <laughs> and you can hear the crowd like chanting like kick his ass kick that's his so ass good, bro. and uh kurt right after that he says i put tna on the map mm. and i didn't make jared's life a living hell and he, he claims that Jarrett held everybody down, but you can't hold down Kurt Angle. No, like, ah, here we fucking go. Mm. I love this dude. And this next part, uh, Jeff Jarrett, this line actually goes kind of hard. So mm-hmm. uh, he says, I sold my soul to the devil because destroying your career means more than destroying your life. Jeez. See, grab your Glocks when you see Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's like I've taken everything in your life, and your career was the final nail in the coffin. <laughs> so so Kurt literally drops the mic and fucking barrages him. It's beautiful. Yeah, like he just walks up the ramp because he's about to kick Jarrett's ass, and Jarrett like takes off his shirt at this point. And fucking Gunner and Murphy, they fucking take him down and handcuff him. Mm-hmm. And Jared just like stomps on fucking Angle's back while he's down. I'm like, God damn, you piece of shit. And Jared fucking tosses him into the stage. Uh, he's got his fucking was... hands still cuffed, by the way. That was dangerous. Yeah. It looked like the sickest, like, freaking bump you've ever seen in your life. Dude, he throws... That stage. Dude, he goes into the stage fucking neck first. <laughs> and they make they make a big deal out of this, too. Especially with Taz coming up. Oh, my God. He gets somebody's <laughs> oh. like, you better get your ass in the back. <laughs> Taz Taz fucking... Jeff. He goes, hey, leave her alone. <laughs> hey, you're hurting her. <laughs> do, 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 do. What the fuck? They're eating her. What? And now they're gonna <laughs> eat me. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow. Taz says that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. He he steps down from the desk and he says that's enough. He's got a fucked up neck. Get to the back, like word for word, like they bleep yeah. out. <laughs> and then like the crowd is chanting, uh, "Taz is gonna kill you." That's like, great. oh, here we fucking go, man. Uh, Ta- uh, Taz does not kill him, and there's a commercial break. Uh, <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's uh, Samoa Joe. In a- oh, um, yeah. Before we get into the Samoa Joe part, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but. It. So, Kurt Angle gets written off of TV for a little bit. He doesn't end up retiring. He ends up coming back, and he and Jarrett have a feud again. And I'm pretty sure they have a cage match where uh, Angle hits a fucking moonsault off the top of the cage, because when doesn't he do that? (laughs) That, That's what I remember from 2011. Like, they're in a feud. Uh, Karen Jarrett was involved. But yeah, so we go to... uh, it's Daytona Beach, Florida, and we see Samoa Joe there. Daytona Monday, baby. God, this guy is so fucking good. I love him. He says, um, it's a rarity that I make mistakes, but Jeff Jarrett, I made the biggest mistake in the world when I trusted you. You chose me to take out everyone you put in front of me, but now you can sleep comfortably or uncomfortably knowing that man that you hired to take them all out is looking for you. I'm coming. Oh come! <laughs> Ain't nobody can stop me, dude. I fucking love Samoa Joe. Don't this, even get yeah. me started. This is absolutely the diamond in the rough because Samoa Joe will forever be the most base wrestler of all time. Oh, I agree. <laughs> and like right after that, like that's not the last we see of Samoa Joe. Because yeah, so happy, literally the, the next s- segment. Yeah, literally, like the second <laughs> match of the show, we have 
It's fucking Abyss yeah, versus Samoa Joe. Abyss. And during Abyss's entrance, Mike Tanay was like having problems trying to figure out the name for Immortal. And Taz is like, they're called Immortal, bro. Come on. Called immortal, dude. What the fuck? They're it's called like Immortal, that. bro. You literally stood up to Jeff Jarrett the last segment and you're on their side so now. Funny. Yeah, just like a bit of a schmoz because fucking Joe beats the living shit out of Abyss for a while. And he's like super over here too. Like people are like chanting like Joe, Joe, Joe. Yeah, like, like Joe hits the usual stuff. He hits that leaping enziguri in the corner. That shit rules. Yeah, he does the enziguri into a senton as well, which oh is God. that's one of my favorite combinations. An enziguri in a senton, bro. Joe hits the fucking face wash. I love that move. Yeah. Uh, Abyss hits the choke slam, and like the back of Joe's head, like fucking bounce off the mat too. <laughs> <laughs> I think like even commentary was making a big deal about it. I was like, oh, did you see the way that the mm. back of his head made the contact with the mat? Like, yeah, yes, we did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, Abyss immediately goes, you know what? Fuck this. He comes out and he gets a fucking chair. And before he can get back into the ring, Joe comes out of nowhere, hits that uh, forearm suicida right into his fucking face. And then, and then, yeah, he just crawls over to the ring bell. And cracks it over his head, and the ref disqualifies it. Fucking disqualification. I can't believe it. And this was our second match of the night. <laughs> so dumb. Dude, this is our second match of the night, and it ends in a DQ, and it didn't even last that long either. Fuck. Fucking. Yeah, Joe is busted open at this point, but Abyss throws him back into the ring to, like, beat him up some more, and then we get. Fuck. Yeah, RVD runs down to the ring. He still got his, like, bruises and shit on his face. And he, like, chases away Abyss to protect Samoa Joe. And while this is all happening, I'm just, like, listening to the theme song. And all I can hear is Van Daminator. Van Terminator. Van Cushionator. Oh, my God. Van Assassinator! Yeah! Rob Van Dam! <laughs> your rules. And then uh, RVD starts cutting a promo. And Darrell, do you have what he has written down here? So basically, this whole promo was he wants Jeff to come out and explain what he did, but he's past that. He just wants to beat Jeff's ass. <laughs> he's, he's yeah, talking, he, I was about to say like he's saying like everyone deserves an explanation, but I'm past that. I want you to come out here right now. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he kind of like, contradict himself. Yeah, right. That's what I said. He's like, he wants Jeff to come out and explain, but doesn't want to, question mark? It's like, I want to, but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do love uh, fucking Jeff. He's on the big screen. So RVD's doing the promo. He's talking to Jeff like he's backstage. And then Jeff pops up on the big screen. And then Rob turns to the big screen as if Jeff was listening to him. But it was a pre-recorded. Pre-recorded. They're literally playing a pre-tape of Jeff in a green room, and the first thing he says is, friendship. What is friendship? <laughs> it's about to break into like a Sesame Street song. What is friendship? I have word for word what Jeff Hardy said in this promo. Please. Rob thinks that Jeff's on the screen, and Rob's like, Jeff, you have my focus, and then you hear Jeff say, friendship. What is friendship? In this business, it's nothing more than illusion. That's how he said was an illusion. Illusion. And you draw your competitors as close as you possibly can. That's how he said it too. Close. How he was talking like broken Matt in this <laughs> <promo>. <laughs> Close. 
as close as you possibly can, and then you devour them. Oh, God. Just like I devoured you, Rob. Abyss carved you out, and I chewed on you and spit you out. <laughs> My words are biblical. Some are even referring to me as the new antichrist of professional wrestling. <laughs> Rob, you want me? Don't they all? Oh, man. Dude. And then out of nowhere, Eric Bischoff? No! Fuck you! Oh, die! Die, Eric Bischoff! Die! <laughs> Dude, I wrote down Eric comes out to his Arby's commercial theme God music. God damn it! Listen to Eric Bischoff's theme song. It sounds like something you would hear from a fucking Arby's commercial. Get this new truck and mill for just four ninety nine. This new sandwich will make you think I should call her. <laughs> <laughs> this burger will make you regret your life choices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Eric, he comes out and he says, uh, oh, you wanna you wanna shot at Jeff Hardy? Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a number one contenders match. And the winner of this match gets a world title shot at turning point. Hell yeah. And it's RVD versus Mr. Anderson. Anderson. Wait for it. Wait for, for it. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Anderson. That's all I can think of. Mr. Anderson. We've been expecting you. So yeah, that's uh that's our main event of the night, which is Rob Van Dam versus Mr. Anderson. And oh god, I have so much to talk about when it comes to that later. I have a lot about this next segment. So yeah, another oh, emotion. I'm ready. Uh, whatever Arby's get more regret. Uh, <laughs> uh, fucking okay. No, what the hell? We're, you won't believe who pops up on the screen. Oh no, Eric. <laughs> Fucking Bischoff is back for more, baby. And he's flirting. He's flirting. He's flirting with Brooke Tessmacher. God damn it. At this point, Miss Tessmacher. Oh, yeah, Miss Tessmacher. Oh, yeah. Because she was the assistant or whatever. Yeah. And basically, here's this. Eric's trying to get her to come to his house after the show. He's like, maybe after the show, have cocktails and do business. And then Brooke's like, what time? And Eric just immediately ignores that and says, See what comes up. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a pause when he says it. He said, he's like, uh, we can have some cocktails and see what comes up. <laughs> She's, she agrees to it, and then he says, it really is that easy with you, isn't it? <laughs> and she responds with, what do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> he means butt fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Eric. Dude, Eric. Eric's like, you're in a wrestling company and you don't wrestle? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck? What are you doing? What is this? Dude, he's like shouting at her. Here. He's like, what the fuck? Wrestle! Now! <laughs> Bastard. Yeah, so he's basically like, if you want to stay here, then you better wrestle. Get you and your 38 double Ds and get the hell out of here. God damn Jesus it. Christ. Another thing he says, like, he was like getting mad at her because she was talking to Kevin Nash and the Pope at some point, And he said something like, you can't keep your mouth shut, your pussy closed, and bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah, bleep, yeah, bleep, 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 Like, damn, okay. Slut shaming, are we? That's crazy, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, I, yeah, segment saved because Mr. Anderson comes out. Mr. Anderson like, comes in. He's like... <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I'm so happy you wrote that down. Cause like the way he just like grows, he's like, <laughs> and he literally says, 
Hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, what's up? <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and uh, yeah. he ends up shaking Eric's hand, and he's like crushing it at this point. And he says, "Like, yeah, like I may be an asshole, and you're an asshole too. Wait, I think you're more of a douchebag, and you're not gonna win this war." Eric. Yeah, he's squeezing his hand like a fucking, like, he's crushing it. And Bishop's like, what the fuck, what the fuck? You ain't gonna win this <laughs> war, kid. He walks off. Third match. God. Out of four. <laughs> wow. Our third match of the night. This show fucking sucks. Okay, so here we go. Um, handicap match. So when I say handicap match, what are you thinking? Like, two on one, three on one? No. Five on one. That's right, baby. It- it's essentially a seven-on-one handicap oh, yeah, match because one, yeah. the Pope D'Angelo De Niro versus AJ Styles, James Storms, Bobby Roode, Kazarian, and Doug Williams. <laughs> With Ric Flair and Matt Morgan at ringside. <laughs> versus the Pope. <laughs> the Pope. <laughs> I've seen some things. <laughs> I don't really have any notes written down for this match because I was only like really paying attention to commentary because I mm. heard they mentioned that Team 3D, they announced that they're going to be retiring soon, but they want one more shot at the Motor City Machine Guns and their tag team titles. And I think that's going to be at the next pay-per-view. It was either at the next one or it was at Bound for Glory. I don't remember. But um, Hmm. I want to say it was the next pay-per-view, to be honest. Because they're like, uh, oh, if uh, Team 3D wins, then, then get to retire as tag team champions. If they lose, then, you know, they lose and that's it. Yeah, yeah, I remember that because they were supposed to quote retire, but Bubba Ray turned on Devon and became Bully Ray. Oh, dude, his run as Bully Ray—I'm not gonna lie—I fucking loved Bully dude, Ray back in the ruled. day. I'm not even gonna fucking cap, dude. Bully Ray was like one of the best things he ever did. I loved the Dudley Boys, but Bully Ray was so like above everything else. Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah, do you yeah. guys have anything written down for this match? No. <laughs> no, I don't. It's stupid. It's five on one. It's stupid. I wrote, at one point during the match, AJ Styles stole James Storm's hat and wore it. Oh, yeah, he <laughs> did it. do that, yeah. I mean, we could talk about the finish. Uh, AJ goes for the Pele and kill, like, kills him with it. Uh, Kaz kicks out, right? And so the ref tries to get AJ out of the ring, but like... He obviously, obviously, Edgy's like trying to get out of the ring, and he's distracted the ref. So, the beer money runs in, and they hit the DWI, uh, and then Kaz covers him and gets the pin. It's it's just your typical like, oh, I'm distracting the ref, I'm distracting the ref, and then someone comes in, fucks him with the finish, done. Uh, just one of those like fuck finishes. Just one of those and, days uh, where you don't want to wake up. Where are the Pope's friends? Like, why isn't anybody coming out to like help him? I don't think he stuck around much longer like after this did he i don't believe so because i don't really remember anything else that he did like past this point <laughs> they, they win they put the boots to pope and then uh the, the shore is making their entrance oh yeah all i have written down was uh fortune seven gets the win here this match sucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah it did Last week was the debut of Robbie E and Cookie. Yeah. Which, but which one more time, Cookie is supposed to be a knockoff of Snooky, and they're headed out to the ring so they can meet Jay Wow and the beautiful people. And I'm looking at the time in the show, and I'm like, 
We have 11 minutes left. Yeah. And there's supposed to be a contenders match tonight. You've got to be fucking me if this is another fuck finish. But oh my god, we will get to it. Oh, we will. But uh, yeah, like I mentioned before, Becky Bayless, that's the lady that's um portraying Cookie here. Okay. Uh, didn't stick around for too long, and I don't think she's really doing much nowadays. But if anybody knows uh, what she's doing, then please let me know. Please correct me. Like, I want to know. Yeah, so Robbie E and Cookie come out, and they get Who Are You chance. That sucks. <laughs> like, already the Impact Zone is just not happy with this gimmick. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, and uh, I think it was in this promo, too, they mentioned that they're airing at the same time as Jersey Shore, and nobody wants to watch that poser show. You're fucking correct. So, yeah, so Wow and the Beautiful People come out, and what I noticed is they did the... Uh, so, you know the butt cam thing that they do for the Beautiful People? And Taz is all like, let the pigeons loose, or whatever. Yes. Yeah, so they do that for Wow, kind of. And Taz is like losing his mind, pretty much coming on himself, saying, Oh, let the pigeons loose, brother. <laughs> I wrote down, I am in so much pain right now. <laughs> and then JWoww gets in the ring, and then Taz says, She's like a beautiful strawberry blonde or something. And then Mike May's like, Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> Bro, her hair was straight red. <laughs> like, it was like red with like, black like highlights i think or i think that's what she was going for i'm not Taz sure does not know his hair colors and neither do i <laughs> but yeah so they're in the ring and you can just tell that jwow isn't really taking this seriously she is like smiling the whole time like no selling the entire like encounter that's happening here cookies ends up uh talking shit she's all like j cow oh she called her a cow Ooh. oh you wow. <laughs> yeah she says you take your fake weave fake nails and very fake dollar store fun bags and go crawl back into your hole this is our house bitch jesus big slap to Wow. Jawa literally takes her the fuck down, swings at her, like slamming her head into the mat and shit. Dude, and like 37, she... Kevin Dunn, camera work. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, like, she, Jawa, like, mounts herself on top of Cookie and she's, like, hitting her with, like, the weakest slaps that I've ever fucking seen. So dumb. <laughs> yeah, beautiful like... people with a low blow, man. Like, ugh. you know what I was thinking at that point? Why am I here? <laughs> Why am I watching TNA at four in the morning? <laughs> Why am I here preparing for a fucking recent review of an episode that is literally giving me an STD? Like, the moment I started watching it, I was like, there's a Russell in the Jimmies now. Like, something's gone wrong. Dude, I feel like I lost years of my life watching this episode. I did. That was a whole hour and a bit that I could have been done. Like I could have been fucking. I could have. Been, I could have been editing. I could have been eating something. You know. I could have gone for a walk. I had life to Dude, live. Dude, look, you're right, man. You could have been fucking. I you could have, have been, been editing. Wait, what? <laughs> you, you what? You guys are getting fucked. You guys are getting. What the hell? Well. <laughs> well. It's the big show. Well. <laughs> well. But also. 
Also, like, as this segment is coming to an end, I wrote down what Mike Tanay had to say. He said, uh, hey, my dude, JWoww just made her mark in TNA. <laughs> yeah, I bet she did. <laughs> okay, I, well. I wrote down, did she? Did she really? <laughs> did you? Did you know? We go to commercial, and when we come back, this next ad that we get felt like a fucking slap to the face. <laughs> it's basically an ad for TNA's live events that they were doing. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, big text on the screen that says, this is more than pro wrestling. It's more than a live-action show. This is an experience. TNA, where the fans come first. (laughs) More boys are coming. I am not coming. (laughs) In fact, my penis is, like, inverted now. I have a vagina because of the show. I am... I am getting blue balled by the lack of wrestling that's on this wrestling My show. Nuts have sucked back into like like I have no testicles now. Like we had a women's match that lasted not even ten seconds or even thirty seconds. I'm upset. We we had Samoa Joe and Abyss. I'm pretty sure they had a match like back in January <laughs> that was a whole lot better than this shit. Yeah. And it ended in a DQ. And then we had that handicap match. I was thinking, like, wait, we only had three matches, didn't we? And we had that handicap match, which, once again, was just bullshit. And now it's time... For the main event. For the main event. With four minutes. Yeah, I I have that written down, too. I wrote, there are five minutes left of the show, and we're supposed to have RVD versus Mr. Anderson. Are we about to have a fuck finish? Oh, my God. So, there's a quick show of, like, Anderson stretching before the match. Like, okay... That was so unnecessary, but okay. Main event time, baby. TNA World Title. Dude, they're stalling one. for time at this point. They're fucking annoying me. <laughs> like, start the match. Main event. TNA Dude. World Title number one contenders match. Mister Anderson versus the whole fucking show. Rob Van Dam. Let's go, baby. Dude, I'm telling you, like they were stalling, and like once they finished both their entrances, they went straight to commercial again. I don't get it. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> one thing that that was cool though. When Anderson makes his entrance, like, the mic comes down. Like, the shot that they have for this, like, the mic is highlighted by, like, the strobe lights or whatever. Mm. And he just pushes it out of the way and charges down to the ring. And, like, uh, I think, like, Tanay or Taz, like, oh, he means business tonight. Like, you know, he has his game face on. (laughs) I bet he does. (laughs) And then RVD is making his entrance. Uh, They're, like... Spending a lot of time just like with him backstage, stretching, doing the splits on two chairs, Hell yeah. rolling a blunt. He's probably talking to uh, someone's created wrestler, being like, "You're gonna find out what it means to get smoked by Rob Van Dam." You damn right. Yeah, he comes out. Commercial break. We come back, and RVD and Anderson are barely having their match start. <laughs> and also, you can tell that. <laughs> RVD is, he's wrestling in a shirt tonight, Sting style. (laughs) So like, yeah, Sting style. So he really does not care about. Nope. (laughs) And at the start of the match, there are let's go asshole Rob Van Dam chants going on. Let's go asshole Rob Van Dam. (laughs) What the hell? And also like, while this match is happening, we get a big graphic on the bottom of the screen. It's really hard to miss. It's something called TNA Reaction. Something coming up right after Impact. At this point, there's like, what, three, maybe two minutes left of this show, and I'm like, oh god. 
don't tell me. <laughs> don't tell me that there's we're going to go and... Yeah, there's more. Like, cancel the fucking show! It's so bad, man. So what happens right after this, Anderson's to the outside of the ring, Rob Van Dam's on the apron, and he does a standing moonsault off of it, onto Anderson, mm. and they're both knocked out. And Mike Tanay says... That's all the time we have left for Impact, but stay tuned because TNA Reaction is next. And the show ends. I cannot fucking believe that they actually had to cut off a number one contenders match during TNA. They could have cut the fucking Immortal promo a lot shorter, so we had an actual finish to this match. I actually have the results and like what happens at Turning Point written down if you guys want to... Well, before that, know because happens. you said that they go to reaction, and we were discussing this before we recorded about whether it was worth it to talk about what happened on reaction. I found out what happened, and for the fucking love of Christ, you guys need to know what happened. <laughs> Please so tell me. This is a number one contenders match. <laughs> so, someone needs to win to determine the next contender, right? Yeah. Oh my fucking god. Right. So... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Rob, okay, so just imagine, uh, Anderson is lying down, Rob goes for the frog splash, but Anderson gets his knees up, right? So they're both knocked out on the floor. Eric Bischoff comes out! Oh no. And he calls the ref over, he tells the ref something in secret, and then the ref leaves. This made no sense to me at first, but then, Jeff Hardy comes out with a chair, and he nails Van Damme over the head. And he nails Mr. Anderson over the head. And then Hardy puts Anderson's arm in the chair, hits the twist of fate on him. Fucking, oh my god. Anderson's like screaming, rolling in pain. And that's it. So there was no winner? <laughs> Hardy is smiling. He looks down at his fucking, like, what he's done. And the show ends. Jesus Christ. There was no end to that match. I found something on Wikipedia that explains what the hell reaction is supposed to be. Hmm. Show is composed um, largely of segments mimicking a uh, cinema verite documentary, <laughs> catching wrestlers unaware backstage, preparing for their matches, or expressing their emotions immediately following their matches. Like that's basically stuff that WWE posts like on Twitter and YouTube of like their thoughts before or after a match. And they dedicated a whole show to that. It's like, oh man, I really got to watch reaction to see what fucking Matt Morgan thinks of his match with Petey Williams. Jesus. God damn. God fucking damn it, man. What the fuck was reaction? What was that? It didn't last very long. It only had like one season. (laughs) Oh shit. This is actually pretty cool. (laughs) November 18th, 2010 on that broadcast of reaction. Mm Mm-hmm. An unofficial empty arena match was shown between Generation Me and the Motor City Machine what Guns. What the fuck, dude? Fucking Motor City versus the Young Bucks in an empty arena match on reaction. Mm, bing chilling. I'm finding <laughs> that shit. We're watching it. I guess in the following weeks, uh, Mr. Anderson ends up getting a title shot, but somewhere along the way... He gets injured, and the world title main event at Turning Point is Jeff Hardy versus Matt Morgan. What the fuck <laughs> happened? 
Matt Morgan is a part of Fortune 7. What the fuck happened? Mortal. What is going on? I hate this company, man. I hate it. And that was the TNA Impact episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think best part of this episode is when we were talking about what's new Scooby-Doo. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Dude, when I make my debut, I'm going to come out to what's new Scooby-Doo. Fuck you, fuck Scooby-Doo. You think that was fake. <laughs> All elite Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Your days as a single, single man, man. <laughs> will soon. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dude, he's fucking laughing as he's saying he's that. So great. Jesus. Um. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Darrell and David, for joining me. Thank yeah. you for having us, and also, I am very fucking sorry for making you guys watch this We are this never show. watching another TNA episode ever. Like, not even just recent review, like, in general. We. We? <laughs> <laughs> You're dickhead. No, right, no. Le Fuck. legit, I want to watch more TNA oh. now, whether it's good or bad. Oh my god, I... <laughs> fucking... Fuck's sake. That was Impact, October 14th, 2010. Thank you for listening to the Baseball Podcast. We will see you next week. Have a great day, and to all the haters of the consortium. Darrell. What? What is friendship? Wait, no. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't sell out. I sold in. I sold in. <laughs> I'm the anti-Christ. I, I also <laughs> professional wrestling. Oh, my God. Nothing. I love TNA. <laughs> I love TNA. I fucking love TNA. I'm done for this shit. <laughs> oh, it's about time. That's all the time. Yeah, we're ready to go. No, seriously, no, seriously, no, Darrell, you say it, bro. You say it. Darrell. No, not Darrell. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Darrell. <laughs> Darrell. What? Say it. <laughs> hey. Say what? Say hey. the fucking Nick Gage. What the fuck is Zane doing? <laughs> hey. He has like. Uh, DNA. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. I'll fucking die for this shit. <laughs> Listen, I just had a chicken wing, and I'm I'm all fired up for TNA, guys. I let's go TNA. Oh, Dyson. Zane, we just finished it, bro. <laughs> oh my god. I, I look, Darrell, just get, just say Dyson, motherfuckers, do it. I just did it, Dyson. No, motherfuckers. One more time for the people in the go back. On, one more time for the people in the back. <laughs> die slow, motherfuckers. Die slow, motherfuckers. Ah, there you go. That's what we want. Meanwhile, in the depths of space. My strategy has been executed to perfection. The Emperor will be pleased. Soon, Donut Cast will answer for Brexit.